Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by the title, we will be doing a double feature Let's See What's Up episode where I'll be giving you my initial thoughts on A Good Day to Be a Dog and Strong Girl nom soon so i was not originally going to do anything on these two i thought i was gonna just wait until another ramblings and musings episode and if i was watching them i would fill you guys in on them and that type of episode i didn't think i was gonna need to do a let's see what's up because i was like you know am i watching these i don't really know so i wasn't sure but as you can see here i am bringing you a let's see what's up for both of these dramas and for a good day to be a dog i'll be giving you my initial thoughts on the first two episodes and then with strong girl nam soon i'm actually going to be giving you my initial thoughts after watching four episodes so that is going to give you some kind of insight on how i'm already feeling about that drama so let's get into this as i do with all of my let's see what's up episodes i try to give you a quick synopsis that i find somewhere online and after giving you the synopsis i go into my initial thoughts after watching the first couple episodes of the drama and i'm gonna actually start with a good day to be a dog since i watch less you know i watch fewer episodes of that one so i will probably be quicker with this and i think this episode as a whole is probably going to be pretty short because I think I don't have much to dig into as far as these opening episodes. I just have some really quick thoughts on both of them and then I'll be done. So this should be making up for all my previous episodes that have felt really long to me. Um, so this will be on the easier quicker side of things so let's talk about a good day to be a dog and i'm going to start first with its synopsis so here we have han hei na played by pak gu young is a single woman and she teaches at a high school she seems to have an ordinary life but her family has a secret due to her ancestors faults han hei na's family has been cursed for generations the curse causes her family when they kiss someone to turn into a dog at midnight for six hours <laughs> afterwards they revert back to their normal appearance this transformation repeats itself every night until that person in their dog appearance kisses the same person and due to her family's curse when han Hena meets a man for a potential romantic relationship she always tells that person to not kiss her. This usually leads the men to leave her. And one night, Han Heina, who is drinking, accidentally kisses Jin So Wan, played by Cha Eun Woo. He is also a teacher at the same high school, and they are not even close as colleagues. But Han Heina soon turns into panic mode, and she keeps approaching Jin So Wan for a chance to have another kiss. Meanwhile, Jin So Won has a fear of dogs because of something that happened to him when he was young. He is a teacher with good looks and charisma, and he's very popular with his students. So that is the quick synopsis, or not so quick synopsis, of A Good Day to Be a Dog. 
Okay, so now let's get into my initial thoughts of a good day to be a dog. So I will say that I'm a little surprised. (laughs) A little surprised. Because if you remember from my previous Rambles and Musings episode, I mentioned that I would be starting this drama. And the thing that I I said was that I was really excited to see, you know, and support Pac Good Young in a new drama. Was there, I'm ready, I was gonna be there. But I did call out Cha Ung Woo as being a little concerned. I was like, I I feel like I have gained a lot of respect from him and his acting this year with Island, the drama that he was in earlier in this year. And I was very happy with him. And I realized for me, what kind of made me like his performance more in Island than I have in previous roles of his. And I think it's because I don't consider him, you know, a real like romantic lead. And I know that sounds harsh because most of his trumpets have been in the, you know, he's been in a romantic lead setup, but I, I was like, I don't know if that's him. I don't know if that's something he sells me on. And so I said, this is going to be a hard sell for me if he is not, you know, giving romantically. It's going to be a hard sell. But I still knew I was going to watch this. I was going to jump into it and just see, just be open-minded and give him yet another chance because I like giving people chances. Um, and so I, I feel like I came in ready to fight this drama, ready to say, yep, see, I knew I wasn't going to like it. You know, that's what I felt like I was going to do the minute I started watching it. And I I had to control myself. I was like, because heck, I could easily do that. But I will say I was surprised because I actually ended up really not minding the first two episodes of this drama and yes it's not anything new it's a kind of to me a standard fantasy rom-com setup um someone having to play cinderella where it's like the stroke of midnight all of a sudden you turn back into you know you're no longer the, the this glamorous girl at the ball you know and i like, I mean, we know this story and I, I didn't think it was anything new, but I did, I did like the setup. I do like that setup just generically. I do. So I think for me, just liking the generic kind of, you know, common fantasy rom-com setup that this story is, I was actually thoroughly happy with the first two episodes. Now there was an element to this story that we didn't mention the synopsis and that is this element again where every time she kisses a person her curse is activated where at the stroke of midnight she turns into a little dog and then for six hours she after that she wakes up in the morning and she's no longer a dog but that repeats every single night but the thing that I didn't mention or I don't think it mentioned in the synopsis was that if she does not undo this repetition of her turning into a dog every single night in within a hundred days, she actually will remain a dog for the rest of her life. And they actually showed that 
with her uncle who she knew as a young girl who never was able to undo the curse of him kissing someone and then turning into a dog so he has lived or he's living his life as a dog and they show it in this kind of really sad and like horrible way that he's like sick and he's dying and you know his lifespan is shorter because of this and it's just really sad and depressing what they kind of showcase with her uncle and so when she gets into the situation where she has now activated her curse in a way you you know you get to see why she's so desperate but at the same time I'm saying all this to say this there is an element to the beginning of this drama where I did feel a little uncomfy (laughs) and it was actually when she realized it's like hey I have to get this guy to kiss me again in my dog form and I was not supposed to kiss him. It was never the plan to kiss him. I drunkenly kissed him. That was a mistake. But it doesn't matter now because I have to get him to kiss me again, but in my dog state. And because she's so desperate, because we see what she believes her life would look like if she does not undo this curse, she immediately is on a mission to get him to kiss her again in her dog form. She's like, I have no time to waste. I got to get this man to kiss me again. And in wanting this man to kiss her, obviously she starts to hatch up these scenarios that she can kind of trick him into kissing her. And a part of tricking him is, oh, I got to get him drunk enough to think that, oh, he's, he's so confused. Oh, he kisses a dog. Oh, he doesn't realize he's kissing a dog. You know, it's the logic's not there. Okay. But that part of the the kind of this little struggle she has in the first two episodes I really was uncomfortable with it because it really felt like she was trying to get this man drunk she was like forcing him to drink and like tricking him into drinking so that she could then have him kiss her in the dog as a dog and I just I I was like come on I didn't like it I didn't like it I don't like it I didn't like it obviously this might be in the original story in the web because this is based off a web comic. I, you know, it could be the original story. And if it is, I still don't like it. I still don't like it. Um, but I do feel like they kind of hurried along and pushed along that part of the story because then then that the next thing that gets revealed is that it doesn't matter if he's drunk or not. This man is not going to kiss a dog <laughs> because he is absolutely terrified of dogs so much so that he runs for the hills. He's the kind of person that when they see a dog coming towards them, they are jumping on the highest thing that they can jump on to get away from a dog. It doesn't matter what kind of dog it is. It doesn't care how sweet or calm the dog is. He wants nothing to do with dogs. So it, they kind of skip past that part to get to that realization of like, oh crap, it doesn't even matter. He's not going to kiss her no matter what. She's never going to force him to kiss her again because guess what? As a dog, especially, because he hates dogs. He can't even get close enough to dogs. And I think that's how they were able to kind of like move me past that. But I will say that it was a little uncomfy there for a second. But even outside of that I did I would say that I did like a lot of the kind of setup for this drama in those first two episodes I will say that I have to admit it I actually got through first the first two episodes pretty easily uh, and I was interested to see the next one I was so I did want to highlight that part made me uncomfortable and I don't want to kind of dismiss it by saying like, oh, I didn't see it when I did. Because <laughs> I mean, if it was if it was swapped, obviously, I'm pretty sure a lot more would be said about it. But I will say that other 
elements of the story of her, you know, rushing after she kisses him and having to like hide because she immediately is turning into a little dog. You know, all of that is funny. Him running from the dogs is funny until you find out it's really rooted in a very deep trauma. Then it's not funny anymore, you know? So there's some elements that I was like, okay, there's a lot, that's a lot more going into the story than I thought it was going to be. And I'm enjoying a lot of elements of the story that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. And yes, they kind of made me uncomfy with like showing the sick, sick dog or the uncle who's the sick dog. That was really sad and uncomfortable. And then showing her trying to get him drunk so that he could kiss her as a dog. You know, it was, there were some moments there that I was concerned about, but I did actually enjoy the first two episodes because I liked the general setup. Now, does this mean I'm going to be watching this and, and loving this drama? I don't know. I'm not, I'm on the fence. I still haven't decided if this is a drama that I'm really going to keep watching, if it's going to stay on my docket, especially with everything else that I'm watching. So I will report back to you guys some way, but I will say I did not mind those first two episodes as in I liked it more than I thought I was. And I think I'm interested enough to see the next you know episode or two. But I'm not completely in love with it to think that I am definitely saying, yes, I will be watching this drama. So on the fence with this one, those are just some of my initial thoughts on the first two episodes. And I will say Umu was not at all an issue for me in these first two episodes. Obviously, he's not really setting that romantic lead yet because she has a crush on someone totally separate from him. But I feel like I, I like how he's been presented so far so I'm actually really enjoying his performance but it is a very familiar performance of his so again I don't know I don't know I don't know I'm not sold on this drama I'm not sold on it um so I would really love to know you guys' thoughts on this one a good day to be a dog is anyone else watching this anyone else got some thoughts let me know am I the only one that was like reading too much into the fact that like she was trying to get him drunk to kiss her as a dog like was that just me I was a little comfortable I would be mad <laughs> if that was me um but either way okay let's move on to the next drama which is strong girl nam soon and I am going to go straight to the synopsis because I don't want to spoil any of my initial thoughts until I can get to them all right so Gang Nam Soon, played by E. Yumi, has superhuman strength. She went missing as a young child in Mongolia, but now as an adult, she has come to Gangnam Seoul, South Korea, to find her parents. She finally meets her mother, Hwang Gumju, played by Kim Jong-un, and her mother is a wealthy woman and is a resident of Gangnam. After she lost her daughter, Hwang Gumju tried to find her daughter. She also tried to live a righteous life obsessed with doing good deeds. Gil Jung-gang, played by the magnificent Kim Hae-suk, is Hwang Gumju's mother and Gangnam Soon's grandmother. The grandmother and mother were also born with superhuman-like strength, just like Gangnam Soon. Somehow, Gangnam Soon, her mother and her grandmother, all get involved in a drug case that is taking place in Gangnam. Detective Kang Hee-shik, played by Ong Sung-woo, begins to work with the three women on the drug case. That is the quick synopsis for Strong Girl Nam Soon. So let's just go right into this. So <sighs> Strong Girl Nam Soon 
sounds familiar because it is a spinoff of the hit, great, strong girl, Bongsu drama. And when I mentioned this in my Rambles and Musings episode as one of the dramas I would be starting, I think I said, oh, I... I was confused by the fact that this was even a a drama. I was like, why are they redoing the iconic? Like, why are they doing anything remotely connected to the iconic Strong Girl Bong Soon? Like, you can't do do that again. Like, that that was a moment, you know? You can't have that moment over again. So I was really confused by it. But then I was like, okay, is it a prequel? And I thought it was kind of like gonna tell the story of like, you know, someone like the mother of Bung Soon like I don't know I was thought they were going to set it up to be like somebody else that was connected to Bung Soon and and it was like someone we saw in the original story I don't know what I was thinking I just thought it was going to be like a prequel but it's actually kind of in the same timeline as Bung Soon in that they are supposed to be kind of like distant relatives like cousins kind of thing um that's how they connect the two they're from the same line of women who you know, are, have superhuman strength. But I was confused. I was like, why are they doing this? I don't see why they should have something so close related to such an iconic, like, moment. So I I was confused. But I will say this. It felt different to me. Like, I don't know. Watching the first four episodes of Nang Soon, I was ready to start comparing to Bong Soon. But it felt different to me, even though the writer is the same. And I feel like, I don't know, I I felt like I was going to be comparing it so much and being like, well, then I might as well just watch, I I might as well just watch Bunk soon again. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. But I actually really do like how this one's focused on three women, you know, and like three generations of women. And I have to say the writer um, is Baek Min Kyung and she obviously also wrote Stronger Bong Soo, but she also did mine, which if you know, has this really strong female-led cast. And I think she does that really well. So I actually thought, you know what? I think I'm going to actually appreciate this bunk, this kind of you know, spinoff of Bung Soon a lot more than I think I am. And I was right. I think I'm four episodes in and I am loving Strong Girl <laughs> Nam Soon. I'm loving it. It's so much more to me cheesier and campier than the original. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like I'm so far removed from Bung Soon that I don't remember all the kind of like like camp moments but I am loving that in this one I think this feels so much like a superhero um kind of like comedy vibe and I'm really enjoying that and I also am liking the like I said the three generations of women because you get to see them all in their different personalities but how they use their strength and and how their strengths are perceived by other people in their lives and around them and I love 
love it. I love it. And I also like this kind of Princess Diaries moment where we have Namsoon, who has been away from her family. She was lost in Mongolia for years. And she finally finds her family, returns to Korea and finds her family. And she is walking into a life of luxury. Her mom could give her anything at all. And it's just, I like those things. I like that. Um, and so I just really am loving it. I also loved out of the gate in these first like two not even first two first episode her and um our Kang Hee-shik he played by Ong Sung-woo they are oh my gosh I love them together already and this is the exact same thing that happened in Bong Soon like it's the exact same feeling with our two with our male and female lead and their chemistry it's just like it it could it was there the minute they get on screen like it's there i adore them i adore them i adore them i adore them so i i'm already and i feel like that's exactly what i did with bong soon like you fall in love with the the two individually but then you follow them them together and it's just like the rest is history like the drama writes itself after that and I'm feeling that way already with our two leads and so I don't know I really like Strong Girl Namsoon I mean there were some things in there that I kind of was like "Mm," you know cringe about but but I do I will say I really really was into those four episodes I mean it felt like it was moving they didn't drag out this this plot of her finding her family again finding her mother and her father again they did not drag that out we get to see that pretty quickly we get a cameo we get a cameo from our original Bong Soon oh and her now husband and her and father of her children <laughs> so cute so Park Bo Young and Park Young Shik they both made a little cameo I mean it was just so good it was it's such a good set first four episodes so I don't know I'm really 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 liking this drama and I think that I I don't know if I knew I would like it like this because again I was also side-eyeing it I was like I could already think of ways of like "Mm, is this do I like this like I was ready to judge it wholeheartedly and yet it it immediately grabbed me and I think that has to do with the fact that I am a very big fan of Yumi and I love her on screen I love just seeing her face on screen but I also just love her performances and I I felt I feel like the the kind of key to the the strong woman kind of setup is that you have this unassuming girl who doesn't look like she should be as strong as she is and then all of a sudden look at her she's throwing cars around and I think that is a part of the appeal of our kind of strong woman and I love it I love it I love it so I love Yumi and her kind of like cute sea face and she's like you know running around speaking um you know informal to everybody because that's how she learned Korean and people being like annoyed with her but then you have her and Kang Sheik, who's a police officer a well detective and who immediately kind of takes her underneath his wing when she arrives to Korea for the first time in all those years and he's looking out for her he has her back he's like I gotta make sure she's good and then she also has this idea of like she's looking for someone to protect and she just want to help people and it's just so endearing and it's so like you can't help but love your strong girl you can't help but love her that's how it is with the the 
the original story. And it's just the same way. Like you can't help but like love her and like support her and want to see her, you know, win. And that's how it feels. But I think the added bonus is the two other women in her life, her grandmother and her mother, them being the same way as in like, you want to root for them too. You want them to win and they're funny and their chemistry between each other is great. Just so, so good. So, so, so good. Um, and it's like with her grandmother, she's always (laughs) running around carrying her 40 year old son on her own back because he's so weak and just like she's like carrying him around and spoiling him and like feeding him and then you have her mother who is like dressed in all leather with the motorcycles riding a motorcycle like what at night you know fighting crime and then you have her who's like wearing her little you know she had originally these pigtails and then she gets her hair into a little short short bob which I love on her um and she's running around trying to protect her homeless friends and it's just oh my goodness it's so much fun it's so much fun um the one thing I will say that has already started to annoy me is the villain character played by Byung-woo Shik he's playing like the head of this big corporation who's like making drugs and like trying to start distributing drugs and it's like I can't stand him. I can't stand him. He's such a bad guy already. And it's just like, I hate villains who are just like so villain, such a villain. And they have nothing else to their name but being a villain. And I don't see any other depth or any other layer they are going to give him. He just feels like stock villain right now. And ugh, I don't know. It just annoys me. I'm going to be honest. It just annoys me. Just annoys me. I like my villains to have a little bit of oomph to them. And he doesn't have that for me. Um, not anything about Wushik, of course, but I'm just saying like the actual, or sorry, Wushik, Wusok, not anything about him as far as acting goes, but just like the character, I'm just like not impressed. But I will say this. One thing I have picked on about the writer, um, <laughs> Min Kyung, she, especially with mine, like she has a way of making her like men characters just like despicable like the worst male characters on a page and I I could see how she's already started <laughs> like the Namsoon's family like her how they portray like her brother I mean her uncle it's just like oh here we go you know it's I don't know I just feel like they have a way she has a way of writing characters or her male lead characters I feel like she doesn't give them as much as she gives her female characters and I'm not mad at her but I'm just saying they end up annoying me the most in her stories are like the male characters but she has Hanki Sheik being absolutely fabulous he's amazing and I'm excited to see their little growth and their relationship, him and Namsoon. I, I'm already excited for it. It's just four episodes in. Why am I already excited? I can't tell you. But that's what I mean by that's the, the kind of like, that's the je ne sais quoi about the strong girl. 
dramas, I feel. They have a way of doing it. They really do. So I'm excited about it. I'm actually not mad at the start of Strong Girl Namsoon. I definitely will keep watching this one. I guess it, it was so exciting. Like the first four episodes were moving. We had movement. We were going. We were in Mongolia. Then we were in Gangnam. And then she was finding her family. And then we had Kishik looking at her like oh my gosh she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen and then you had <laughs> her mother looking into drug cases and and helping he she got ready then you have them making moves going undercover like this is all in the first four episodes like they're moving they're moving and I'm loving it the momentum is there so I'm excited about this drama. I'm loving the first few, I love the first few episodes and I'm excited. I'm excited for the next ones. I'm excited. Can't say that exactly about a good day to be a dog, but strong girl Namsoon, they got me. They got me. So I will let you guys know if that changes, but those are some of my initial thoughts on both a good day to be a dog and strong girl Nam soon. See, I told you this was going to be a quick one. Just had some quick thoughts. And then once I got those out, I'll be done. But that's it, guys. That's all for this episode. I'm hoping you enjoy the short and sweet ones because I might have to do more of them to get more episodes out. All these different dramas that I keep having to pick up because I can't stop dropping dramas for the life of them. I feel like we need a drama halt for a good six months, okay? And let us all just catch up, okay? Let us all catch up. Let's all catch up. But anyway, that is all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off. <laughs>